Generation G, Weez, Nesto, Demo, Davy Jones, and Saw Jimmy. Talk that shit. Oh, look. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Welcome to JG, bitches. <laughs> I like yes, that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah! Probably one of my favorite intros, I think. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> at least rare. One of the most rare intros, for sure. Nah, y'all ain't heard that. Range Brothers. Top yet. of the morning. But come on, bro. If you want to get into that. He was spitting on that, but... I didn't like the hook, and everyone was complaining about people on hooks. And I was like, oh, that hook is a little questionable. <laughs> yeah, but that's not really a hit. That's just a track on the what album. The hook you know? going, hook, yeah, the there's, there's hooks on every. There's hooks on a lot of yeah, songs that aren't radio hits great, or good hits. Like, you can never find a 50 Cent in the Club kind of hook on every fucking song. But that's what, what the that? people that want at the time. So but the level class- of hooks nowadays are different. Would you classify a hook and a chorus as different things or the same thing? What? Hooks. I guess you could let the music majors nah, hook in the break course that down is the same to be shit, right? <laughs> I feel like a hook might be, you know, more of like a set of, you know, a few bars spit that's repeated, uh, that goes on and on um over the course of the song, breaking up the verses. And the chorus might be more of like something sung or something out of the same style that you were just doing it. So when Trinidad James was like, "Don't believe me, just watch, nigga, nigga, nigga." nigga, 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 That's a hook. hook I call that a hook. That's a hook. That's a hook. That's actually a great example. That's a hook. Uh, But like when Eminem's singing and then Rihanna comes in, it's like, "I'm friends with the monster that's under my bed." Chorus. I feel like it has to be sung though. You know, it has to be sung. I don't know, bro, because that's also that's a hook and a chorus. I wouldn't. Yeah, I think it's the same thing because you're not gonna say, "Hey, if you're making a song like like singing, you're gonna say, "Hey, make that hook, bro." It's gonna be, "Hey, make the chorus," right? Hook and chorus is the same word, but hook is like a slang word for chorus, right? Could be. Well, I mean, uh, sometimes, be. like, I guess one way to describe a hook is, like, what makes you recognize the song almost immediately. Like, short to get down, good lord. Exactly. Like, you know exactly what the fuck that is. Because right it hooks away. you like, in. Everybody is now probably listening, singing that song in their head anyway. So It hooks you in. I yeah. think what I think Nesto hit it on the head early on. He's like, hooks, like, you know, for more of the, the song that would be popular and go viral on the radio. Yeah. Cause it the hook's not in. even a real word, though. It's not That's a real said, technical hook's is, term. Hook is ebonics, That's what he's right? saying. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if it... Yeah, I mean, it could be. I, I Just like with everything in modern music, it probably has to like relate back to something involving like black musicians in the South. <laughs> but, it's just like yeah. on Weezy was just singing that Murphy Lee, right? What the hook gonna be? Uh-oh. See, I don't need no fucking hook on this beat. That would yeah, be a that, chorus. That could be the chorus, yeah. How about the bridge? Where do you come with the bridge? Bridge is what moves you back from the chorus to the verse. Okay, serious question. So, what is this? A hook or a chorus? We could play a game, hook or chorus. All right, yeah, yeah. Body, yaddy, 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 That's a hook. The game, the game is called what Hooker is Chorus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my favorite. But, uh, hey, no, but y'all a- just overshine on Weezy with that. What is it? Answer his question. Answer my fucking yeah. question. And stop a, that's a hook. Oh, hook. That's a hook. Okay. What is So I mean, the way that you could say it is that the hook is is anything that gets stuck in your head. So like basically anything that you're gonna say that's gonna click people in, you know. That's pretty subjective though, bro. No, that hook, <laughs> that no, the subjective hook, no, the hook is is subjective. There's not actually any sort of like so, like the only things that are actually constructively songwriting is chorus, verse, bridge, interlude. 
those are all actual constructs of writing the song. Hook is the yeah. thing that kind of is an intangible that you have. Like, what is the really aim that you're going to go for? I mean, sometimes it's the opening lyric of a song or something that happens later on, but it's always the thing that makes you recognize the song fastest. Yeah, so so I got an example right here, all right? So a hook doesn't necessarily have to be in the chorus like T.I.'s song, where he's like, you don't know me. That is a hook. Mm-hmm. That well, you don't know me. the entire song, right? That's what I'm saying yeah. to you. It doesn't yeah. have to be in the chorus. It's the repeated thing of this song. That's yeah. what's going on. That's what this song is. You don't know me. That's a hook. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the, the chorus would be like when he says, you might have seen me in the fucking corner. Yeah, that's a Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the repeated part. Nope. So like E-40, but, yup, nope. That's a hook. Yes. Uh, that, yeah. It's Not, both yeah, kind of a hook and, and a chorus, but yeah, that's mostly a hook. And the chorus for that is everybody got choices. Yes. I yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, look at that, bro. We breaking shit down, figuring out the science on Gen G Live. I want to send a shout out to all the female listeners out there. The, the female traction is actually gaining. So shout out to you, lovely loyal ladies. You know what I'm saying? Keep it Gen G. Tell a friend to tell a friend. It's not just dude content on here. Shout out, <laughs> you ladies. Hey, and shout out to the body, yada, 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 yada. Yeah, no. Send your best pick to our IG, at Genji Podcast, and maybe you'll be Nesto's horny pick of the week. And then shout out to the bros. Shout out to the bros, because, you know, this is what we do it for, man. You know what I'm saying? No homo. Shout out to bros. Yeah, all play, no pause. Let's go. Our female listeners. Do the homie. Quarter of our audience. Look at that. 25% women. We love y'all. 25% yeah. women listeners. Uh, Shouts out to y'all. Y'all are great. What's that? I wonder what I the draw is. You. If you actually, like, I'm, I'm interested. It would be fun to hear from uh, one of our female listeners to know, like, hey, so what is it that you, because we know what the guys get out of We hear about it all the time, but it'd be interesting to know what the takes that you guys appreciate. Maybe some sports of the sports talk. Yeah, the sports talk, maybe, but yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's a know. great question. At Genji Podcast. It's the sex workers, man. It's no. the sex workers that get the free kill. My, I my, think that really my, appealed to them. My progressive, my progress, my progressive ideas on that stuff. <laughs> like yeah. I was saying, tweet it or send the IG DM to at Genji Podcast for suggested content. We are not afraid to take your ideas, bring them on the air, and you know, further entertain you and steal them. <laughs> and also, this is the the part of the show where uh, all the listeners, if you're out there, you're ready to smoke, you're ready to drink, you're ready to do a little something, something, whatever you're gonna do. Shout out to Ed Schneebly. If you do that too, well, don't do that. Don't, don't do that right now. Don't, don't do, do that, that right now. now. Don't do that right Not for now. this show. Definitely don't do that right now. But it's time. Yeah. Shoot up a little heroin. Don't, you know also, saying? don't do that right now. Dog food. The oh, safest yeah. oh, drug yeah, you yeah. can do right now is is just just a little bit of pot. A little bit of pot. It ain't uh, no drug. A little bit of water. Yeah. Hey, they said they put uh, fentanyl on weed too. Never mind. Mm. The right, safest drug you can anything. do right now is probably fucking mushrooms. That's it. So salvia. everybody go ahead and mm. get salvia. yourself salvia. Yeah. Salvia. Go drink your fifth real quick. He yeah. Said, mm, I'm pretty sure you open up fentanyl your on minds. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, bro. I'm about to put it on your hot dog. I'm about to put it on your hot dog, Demo. Some fentanyl <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> Sprinkle a little fentanyl on them. Michael Hart with a little mayonnaise, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, dude. Yeah. No, not the edibles, not the fentanyl edibles. We are not condoning that. <laughs> <Fentanyl> <laughs> dude, dude, you know they actually have dude, those. Not- That's one of the things that was uh, that got uh, the pharmaceutical companies in trouble is that they had like a lollipop that had fentanyl in it, 
And they oh, were like, damn. yeah, they were like, yeah, uh, this was back when they were saying that like opioids were like not addicting. <laughs> they made a fucking lollipop out of it. Give some kid a little lollipop to eat so that yeah. they can amputate his leg. Yeah, right. Just, you know, a little bit you know? <laughs> That's what fentanyl is for. That's the the draw fentanyl. That's the only reason that they make medicine that strong. It's like if they're about to like amputate you or something. Like, yeah. It's not for regular pain. That's strong. Well, yeah. The whole, that what was that crime of the century thing on HBO. They talked about how a lot of the rhetoric had to do with minimizing pain. So they would say like, oh, well, this is about minimizing pain more than anything. And they would say that it would be treatment for cancer patients. And then it would be someone who would come in with like water on the knee and they'd be like, ah, give him the fentanyl lollipop. And the person would come back two weeks later being like, I itch a lot and I'm very sweaty. Huh? Well, that's probably, you, you got need- any more of those lollipops? <laughs> yeah. Stop. It's probably, we should probably up your doses then if that's happening. Nah, it's fucking hard. Yeah. It's really bad. Turn up doc. You know? Well, so like, that's part of, you know, this, Hill popping animal, you know, uh, wave that's taken over America. You call it the war on drugs, whatever. Boo. That's what's leading to some of these jobs not getting filled. Yeah, they're easing up drug tests. Uh, I guess what it is is that, I mean, Amazon in particular, they have a pretty stringent drug testing. So they need to just ease back on the drug testing, in particular for marijuana. That's why they're lo- like one of the reasons why they're lobbying the for marijuana legalization in Congress is because they want to be able to hire people on legally that are just you know not having to be drug test. Repeat that you said uh, federal. Wait, marijuana is <laughs> say that again. Uh, you just kind of snuck that in there. That's that's oh, major. Oh yeah, Amazon has been lobbying for, for like Amazon has been lobbying Congress and Biden's administration to make marijuana legal. So Biden, that's pre- that's pretty much that's not my fucking boy. Don't say that. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get to that later. But we need yeah, to like, get to that. Yeah. Um. But basically, uh, what it is is that they're going to be lobbying it. So you know it's going to be getting passed probably because once the money gets involved, then things actually start moving. But they're trying to do that, and some people say it's because they want to actually start delivering weed. Other people say it's because they want to not have to drug test their workers for marijuana. So, well, if that's the case, I'm gonna well, give this bro, tip to, to I'm gonna anyways. give this tip one time only. Dollar sign MJ. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, right. Exactly. Buy that shit. So I imagine that's gonna. What happen. were you saying, Dave? My bad, bro. No, I was just saying. Uh, why can't? Amazon just choose not to drug test their employees or take marijuana out like other companies. You know, I don't know. I think it's I obviously they could be um, they could probably not drug test in California, but they're in a lot of different places. You know, Amazon has warehouses. So are big everywhere. companies, Apple, yeah. Tesla, and Tesla for sure doesn't test any of their employees for marijuana. Yeah, that's a new policy that's been well not new but newish. Um, Within the last, I would say, what, one to two years or ever since Elon Musk smoked on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, so I think that Amazon's doing that purely for the dollars to get know. in the marijuana, marijuana market Could without be, actually yeah. selling marijuana, but just being the uh, you know transportation of marijuana. So they may be the first company to do it past state lines, bro, in the future. That's going to oh. be big. Okay, so actually, I'm behind the times a little bit on what I had said earlier. I think what Amazon has adjusted its drug testing policy to exclude marijuana, but they're talking about yeah. maybe excluding more of them to get more workers. I think it's important for them to have uh, drug testing in the warehouse. I-, I wonder if there's some legality to it. I wish I was more versed on it. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm sure that uh, you know OSHA and 
uh, things like that, the Transportation Safety Board. Yeah. It, it, they won't let you just go loose, but I'm sure there's certain positions that they're like, no, hey, yeah. you smoke meth? Come yeah. on, we work all night at the Amazon oh, yeah, factory. Yeah, for sure. you know? They're only making like drug testing if you like get into an accident or something. Yep. That, that's common practice and policies for pretty much all companies. I mean, just like, it's like drinking is legal, right? But you can't be drunk on the job. And right, it's yeah. The same thing. Yeah, and when there's an accident or some type of incident at work, uh, they usually drug test and alcohol drug test everyone for everything. And if you're drunk, even uh, obviously you have alcohol on you, you're gonna be yeah. donezo. So, you know, yeah, but the loophole around that is just say you're an addict, say you're an alcoholic, and you'll keep your job. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't know. <laughs> that. First, you, you gotta do like I need you help. Gotta, like prove it though. You gotta like go to meetings and shit. You gotta chug like, a fifth of whiskey in front shit. of him. <laughs> nah, you gotta like just enroll into the classes, but you keep you still have your job though. Oh, I see. Damn, that's legit. You just gotta you you get iced. You just take one knee in front of them and drink a fucking pound the whole entire thing. Uh, ice. <laughs> That's how my job is. If you had to, uh, if you were in a position that they drug test, they say um, if you just admit it, then you don't get in trouble. You just have to go to counseling instead. You'd be like, you know what? Matter of fact, you know what? I was on one. Tell you the truth. If you just fail and you don't say anything, then I think you get in trouble. But if you're just, I'll like, be in there. Yo, like, I get on one, then. You know, you're I'll be in there like I'm addicted to weed, man. Yeah, I, I need help. Uh, okay. I need it every morning. So I do anything. All right. So what it looks like is that Amazon is going to advertise that the delivery partners, like contractors who own and operate delivery vans, uh, will clearly advertise that people will not be uh, tested for cannabis use. That's kind of one of the things is that, that I think yeah, what they're yeah. trying to do is like make it just a flat. I mean, you know, whatever. I, it should be legalized. So, but now that mm-hmm. Amazon money's involved, weed, you know, man. yeah, it's going. I think it's going to be like that until they start having a, a common practice to have like technology that tests people for short-term marijuana use. Right now, there's no like proven way. Like a lot of companies will say they have the technology for that, but really, it's not that accurate yet, and it's not like a common practice yet because yeah. that's the only problem with marijuana. So, it's going to be fucking whack. <laughs> well, another thing is that because I'm reading the the article also right now is that it's basically what it's saying is that it's going to attract more people to apply for jobs because they are just going to get rid of drug testing altogether because having drug testing on the application saying like oh will you submit to a dress, drug test or must submit submit to a drug test they uh, would basically lose like forty percent of applications or something along those lines, or twenty. It's like oh, between yeah. twenty to forty. So yeah, it cuts down on like. So right now, like there are labor shortages. I still don't think this is gonna fucking work anyway because I think that they just need to start paying people more anyway. Well, I think that that's what the demand is. Not me personally. I have a whole lot of different opinions about that kind of stuff, but I don't think that people are going out for these jobs because they're just not getting paid enough. And in, in in comparison to the cost of living right now. Well, in the end, they were getting paid a nice little bonus to sit at home. You know, the EDD bonus was nice. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, that, well, that's like, yeah, you put people on that UBI and stuff like that. So they start to recognize what their wage is worth, worth versus what they're literally getting handed out by the government. So you kind of like recognize what you're worth in a way, you know? Mm, I think it's also I think it's all subjective because there's tons of people that work at places like Amazon and stuff that I know personally uh, in the warehouse that – you know, enjoy it and like it. Of course, everyone's looking for more money. You can never get paid enough. Let's be honest here. That's how our world works, right? Capitalism works. Even the right, richest guy in the world still works for no reason. 
But one thing is that where you see coercion start to fail, because a lot of the stuff that happens with people getting jobs these days, right, especially now after COVID, is that there's that coercion factors, like how many different safety nets do we take away before that person needs this job, right? So if you take away their ability to have housing, food, whatever happens, like healthcare or something like that, then they are fully coerced into taking whatever job they want. So that stimulus plan, what they were having... And having kind of some sort of social na- safety net kind of made them realize, like, oh, hold on a second, you know, like I can, I'll make do with making less money right now because, like, I don't want to go to that back to that piece of shit job. It's, I mean, it is as easy as, like, I mean, come on, it is as easy as just paying these people more, like CEOs and everything like that. Their pay increased by over like two hundred percent, and modern like workers did not see that at all since like the sixties or seventies. So it's not that well, hard. I- <laughs> I, I agree with getting people paid more to a certain extent, but here's the other end of the spectrum is when is more ever enough? There is never, ever, ever will be enough. Well, ever. Th- I mean, that's a slip. I'll that's a that. slippery slope. We're just talking about quality of life right now. I think, I mean, if pe- like, that is one thing to say that like, Oh, someone's always going to be going on that job path and trying to find a better and better job. But another thing is, is that just making sure that some people have food in their mouths and also farts <laughs> in their butts and an apartment <laughs> over their head. So, you know, <laughs> I'll riff on anything, baby, even when I'm in the yes. middle of talking about yes. my stuff. It's important. Make sure there's farts in everyone's Yeah, bodies. everybody needs a I mean, there's countries that do do shit like that. So we, we could, there's not like we don't have examples of certain uh, countries running and governments running their way. For example, I don't know, off the top of my head, Singapore, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I believe that's one of the countries. I'm sure other some other uh, countries do it too. But everyone starts out with whether it's two bank accounts, uh, uh, property that is given to you by the government. Um, and like, so you get a job and you work, right. But ever they, they get housing and they get uh, a loan essentially from the bank or from the, uh, government. Yeah. And then you just work and you, you know, they make sure no one's homeless basically. And that's why there's no homeless people in Singapore. Yeah. I mean, there you go. I mean, in small, Mm -hmm. like, yeah. in small sample sizes, some of this stuff works. do do. Yeah, he said. Dare, dare. I did hear that. I was gonna say something, and I was just gonna. I decided to just let it go because you guys did. But there we go. Generation G, always talking about dude. All right, here is actually some doo doo. I want to give actual stats on this thing. Is that CEOs right Real now? CEOs at big time companies make three hundred and twenty times much as their typical worker. So that yeah, I yeah. mean, that's that's big. That's a big big mm-hmm. stretch. And I mean, you can either look at it as. Maybe the CEOs get paid less, the workers get paid more. I, I honestly think it's as simple as making workers get as much as their surplus value, but that's it. Not everybody. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the the big bucks are, are loopholes, though, at the same time. I don't know their pace. A lot of these people won't say that they get paid that much, like the CEOs. They'll put like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll get a cool 700000 salary. But really, they're getting millions and millions and millions elsewhere, and there's a lot of loopholes to it. Oh yeah, they, so that, it's in wealth I mean, and assets. Yeah, well, I mean, owners exactly. owners most mostly have that. Like Bezos and like Zuckerberg, like they make what like a dollar or something like that as a salary, and then they own yachts, houses, stock, all mm-hmm. this stuff, and that's why they can't they don't get taxed in the same way that we do because their income doesn't really count. It's all the stuff that they have that causes all their their monetary wealth. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're able to buy stuff with cash is because they put all that stuff up for collateral when they take big ass loans. So that's why they just stay rich because that's kind of how the system works in their favor. Yeah. Keep a bitch broke. Keep, keep a bitch broke. 
Hey, don't got my money. I'm a leader. <laughs> I, I had to edit myself in that last part because as I was getting to it, I was like, oh, that's a little aggressive for today's climate. You know? <laughs> right. Shout out our new 25%. Yeah, 25. Yeah, that climate. Talk there. about that right there. Oh yeah, here's yeah. a here's Powerful another stat. Smart. We'll 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 jump off this worker stuff after I give you this last stat to close the books on this one. CEO compensation has grown 940 percent since 1978, and obviously not the same thing for the workers. So keep it bitch broke. Keep, yeah, keep it bitch go. broke. Yeah, run it back. Hey, <laughs> hey you know? but at least yeah. nowadays though, in these times, it is like they say it's easier to like. Make your own shit and try to get some money off that. True. Yeah. Yes. Start yeah. your and own then once, business. Once you start making money, then people are going to complain that uh, you're not giving people enough. You yeah. Know? So, long story yeah. short, um, illegalize unions, shut them down. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you this: it takes money to make money. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Take that for what it is. Yeah, it takes money to make money, but yeah, definitely don't <laughs> illegalize unions. You want to get into that? You said that on the mic the other. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not with That's that. That's a I, silly thing to I'm say. I'm not with the unions either, or illegalizing it. Yeah. Let them be, but don't. Why? Don't. I, I'm not gonna say that they're good. Why? Why? So wait, why don't you? Why don't you like unions? <laughs> yeah, Demo. Yeah, what's your deal with why unions? Like other than it being Ooh. a hot topic on in conservative circles to just say, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if somebody is willing to do it for cheaper. Then how can like all these people be like, no, you can't hire nobody that's not in our secret club, you know? Like if somebody will do it for cheaper, then you should be able to get that person who'll do it for cheaper. Well, that's that's not based on the workers. That's based on the owners that you're talking about there. The owners can hire whoever they want, but if union comes together and they decide that they want to be paid a certain wage and they all just do that, then that's the person who crosses the picket line. So. I mean, like, the owners can hire whoever they want, but that's up to them whether they want, like, skilled labor or not. I mean, one good example of that is people in the uh, theater union who are going to probably end up striking. They're all extremely skilled, and if they all decide that they don't want to work for the pay that they're making, then, you know, that's how that is. That's the breaks. They can try to, like, hire unskilled people, but then the movies are going to take yeah. a hit. Well, that, that part's true, because that's a specific example. How about the unskilled union labor? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's another thing, too, but that's, like, <laughs> sort of, you know, there you like, go. yeah, I mean, that's a risk. You're talking about, like, specific stuff, but I'm, like, talking about, like, kids that work at Safeway, you know what I'm saying? And, like, <laughs> you know, random random stuff like that. So, but either well, way. Well, then, like, I mean, then you said make it all illegal, so you that means you're bringing it all to have to do with the things that have to do with skilled and unskilled labor. I mean, if the people at Safeway want to unionize, that's their prerogative. They have a, but they have a union. They do yeah, have a union. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You yeah. dang near can't even and work they there strike. unless you sign up for this yeah. union. Yeah, hey, no cap. Yeah. I was fucking, uh, I was doing this Instacart bullshit in the city, right? And it was in Safeway. And I was like, damn, I might as well double dip. I should work this Instacart shit and work for Safeway. So I did the whole, <laughs> I did the whole process and shit. And I was like, damn, this shit got a union and shit. And then I was I had to pay like dues, but fuck. I never showed up like my first day, so I never worked. <laughs> <laughs> day one, he's like, yo, I'm good, bro. I was like, damn, I didn't know this was my day. And they're like, oh, yeah, you didn't show up? I was like, oh, all right. So I just went back to like the other side of the Safeway where the Instacart was at, and I just did my Instacart shift. <laughs> Still there at the Dang. same way? <laughs> yeah, I mean, where, yeah, they can. You can take your labor wherever you want. I mean, it's the same thing with like Safeway. They can hire like low skilled labor if they want. But if people, if the workers unite and decide that they aren't standing for something, there's more of them than there are of owners. Well, that's all there is to it. Somebody's got to be on the side of the business. Someone is. I mean, yeah, everything is on the side of the businesses. 
It's a capitalist society. Hello and welcome to Politically Correct with Bill Barr. I've got Saw Jimmy over here who believes the union should be a thing. And then I've got Debo over here. He says it should not. Well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the words of T.I., tell the mother broke niggas be quiet. You know? <laughs> I'm just mostly at this point. I'm just like, yeah. Well, you know what? Screw unions because you just keep talking about it. <laughs> what? I didn't even. Br- I didn't even bring them up. That was you who brought them uh, up. No. You were the one who said uh, that. Yeah, I don't know. We, you've been alluding to you know the support of <laughs> unions and workers banding together yeah. to get better than they have right now. You're you're literally a worker, aren't you? I'm like, aren't you literally a worker? <laughs> I, I'm I'm not yeah. represented. I'm not in those. Well, yeah, unions. I mean, but but there's do, like five do unions. You work? I know, but like, do you work? Yeah, I work. So you're a worker, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm a do you, boss, do you, son. Do you, do, do you own any capital? In the company? No, like, do you own any capital in general? Like, in general, do you own a business or, or capital or anything like that where you, like, hire people out? Not yet. Then you're not a capitalist, Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Henry. <laughs> you just you trying to Henry yeah. argument me right now? Uh, a little more Ben Shapiro, you know, because I don't scream as loud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to use this one for word that's been, for some reason, popping in the media everywhere. You're gaslighting me. You're just gaslighting me. <laughs> You're gaslighting. You're gaslighting. What, what does that mean? God damn it. Uh, ga- yeah, gaslighting is where you like it's complicated, but everybody calls like says gaslighting and uses gaslighting yeah. like blunt instruments. As gaslighting- much as they use the word narrative. Yeah, for real. Gaslighting's when you have like it's five miles so you get back to the house, but like your car says two miles to empty, but like you know your car. You know what I'm saying? Like you know it's finna <laughs> yeah. get at least to the station. That's gaslighting right there. A certain type of assumption. <laughs> uh yeah, it's an assumption that you're running out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like when like Demo it, hits you and says, I'll be there, I'll be there in ten minutes. And he, he, he showed still on 2K. No, yeah, the pretty rather specific. I'd be there. I'll make it. The uh, yeah, what gaslighting is also definitely what I did in that kind of like bad faith argument I said, where I was like, "Do you own any capital?" Like that kind of shit. Yeah, that was definitely that was definitely kind of gaslighting because it made him be like, "You have to like if you have to think about something when somebody's like, well, well, do you own a Tesla?'" Then what? Then why do you care about gas prices like that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's real. <laughs> it's it's a type. It's a type. Not totally, mm. but it's just like asking somebody to like undermine someone's entire perception of reality. Somebody to fuck yeah. off. True that. Um. Okay. So boop, speaking boop, boop, boop. about uh, other things going on in the world, yo, what's up with the border patrol going hard? Damn, they're going red dead. <laughs> Oh man! Oh They're shit! Just like yeah, really right. out here <laughs> lit. Yeah, man, that's 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 rough. So so Where tell the it? people the story. Tell the people the story. So uh, I I'm sure that a lot of the people that are listening right now have seen what was going on uh, down. There's a whole bunch of like a whole doggone caravans worth of Haitian. Uh, what's the word I want to use? Refugees. Uh, Isn't El Paso? Yeah, I guess I guess I could use refugee. Haitian refugees are trying to get into America through through the border, right? Right. So there was a big uh, a big thing going on where uh, they had 
Border Patrol officers on horseback looks like whipping these people and doing whatever. And lassoing. I have, yes, yes. I have a question about this that will inform the narrative that I, you know, need to make and, and what my decision about this is. Are they in America or are they at like in some sort of like border ground right there? Border ground, I would say. Like, were they already in America? Are they across the line at that point? Or what? Uh, I don't think so. Is there a neutral area? No idea. I don't know know if it mattered because a lot of the reason that this happened was because of the Title 42 policy that Trump enacted, which is Title 42 expulsion, which involves Border Patrol and U.S. Customs to prohibit the entry of persons who potentially pose a health risk. So that's been basically carte blanche for any Border Patrol person uh that just sees somebody crossing the border like nope it's a health it's a health risks because they have to assume that they haven't gotten a vaccine or or anything like that yeah that's real so so that's that's why this stuff is happening i mean you can condemn what the people were doing and and everything like that uh that were whipping them and and it's all pretty awful it hurts my heart to look at i hate it i i hate it to break character for a second like i really fucking hate seeing that shit and one of the reasons why they're able to do that justifiably is because of this Title 42 thing, which is still a hangover from the Trump administration, which Biden hasn't done anything about. We make jokes that Biden's my guy on this thing, and he's so not. He's so not. I like uh, to quote Weeze. It was uh, just a lesser of two. Chose evils, a less you think lesser you know, of two evils. It'll never pan out that way, just because based on whoever is in there, it's there's gonna be shit like this. But yeah, he didn't make any adjustment to that in time, apparently, and now it's biting him. Uh, uh, well, people are always, they're going to blame whoever's in, in charge true, for it. Just true. like what's going on with the, Trump started, you know, and and dedicated to the Taliban that we're leaving Afghanistan, but Joe Biden's holding the holding the hot potato, you know? Yeah, they uh, always, same, yeah, same they thing always with get this. blamed for the uh, thing. And like, you know what? I don't know that there's been any real immigrant-friendly presidents out here no, lately. No, Like, no, Obama no. deported the most people. Yeah, mm. right. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? George Bush started all this funk. He was like, yeah, if you're from some other country, we're going to make it real hard for you to get in here because you're probably a terrorist, if you all remember that. So it's not like this is a new thing or something that, you know, anybody brought up. It's just an American thing, you know? Yeah. No, it's been it's been that way since they closed off the border to Mexico and, like, migrant workers. You guys are familiar with that term, migrant workers, right? That that was a thing that they could freely pass between the Mexican and U.S. border. They would come up for the season where they would help plant things because there would usually be labor shortages in America. And then we would go back down to Mexico. But we've closed off that border. So a lot of the times people that would be migrant workers to come up, then they wouldn't be able to go back. And now here we are slapped with like $4 billion paying for Border Patrol, $8 billion spent on ICE. And so our whole Border Patrol system that we have is just kind of like this forever unraveling thing that i don't know it's all kind of racist to me at the end of the day you know immigrants are good and it's silly the rhetoric that it, it tries to pretend that it isn't mm. Mm. and america america is a is immigrants like that's how we found yeah we're it, all so. we're all we're all literally immigrants <laughs> outside of as an italian person of color <laughs> my grandfather came to new york as an immigrant found jewish <laughs> okay all what's right. your point so, <laughs> I'm I'm looking this up right now to see like what exactly the it. situation was that was going on. So okay. there is a on? tiny Texas border town 
where there's all these uh, migrants camped out already. They're there. These people, uh, you know, were trying to get across the border right there to get to where the other migrants are. So the ones that were already in, they're in. But there's no fence or wall at this point. And they are literally stopping these people from crossing the border. Uh, an open so plane. That's what's that's what's going on. That's why they're whipping. That's why they're riding these horses. They're like, yo, no, you cannot go past here. You cannot come through here. Which, like, it make it makes sense. How else? How else do you stop them? This fool, Davy Jones said they red deaded. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, under the policy, right? Under the policy that they're supposed to be sticking to, that's why they're doing that. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not. I completely disagree with it, obviously. But yeah, that's why they're doing it. Is the Title Forty Two policy? They can just basically turn anybody away and by by a lot of different. <laughs> yeah, but like that isn't that what's been going on this whole time? If you try to cross the border, they're going to try to be like, no, you cannot cross the border, and if you well, keep running well, through, like. You should probably, you know, have to chill. Stop. Well, if they're asylum, if they're asylum seekers, then which some of them are, they do bring them in and put them in like processing facilities. But this Title Forty Two thing makes it be like you can just no, you can just say no. But and like keep also no. the the other thing you got to think about that is they could have just asylumed in Mexico. Yeah, well they they're having a problem too. You know, they're yeah. they're they're exporting they're they're. Pushing people out also in Mexico. So oh, if, they're know, like, know. if they're like, oh, my bad, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, in Me- I was in, like, TJ and Tijuana and shit. You know, there's, there's a lot of Haitians over there. Mm-hmm. I was out yeah. there, like, three, four years ago, and it's, uh, it's like, not uncommon, uncommon, but yeah, there's a lot of Haitians in, in TJ. Just one of the ports. So I'm I'm looking up, uh, I'm this article I'm looking at from the Associated Press says that Mexico's foreign minister says that about 19,000 Haitian migrants have requested asylum in Mexico. And, quote, Mexico does not have any problem with them being in our country as long as they respect Mexico's laws. So, hearing that and realizing that they're already in Mexico trying to red rover, red rover themselves (laughs) through the border to, to the United States, and that's why these horsebacked officers are stopping them, that that makes the uh, you know kind of takes off some of that that feeling that I have the warm feel good like they just wanna they just wanna live like they're already somewhere where they're safe you know safer than where they I'm, were but like you gotta have sure, if yeah. there's no wall there we gotta enforce our laws somehow you know we can't just let everybody just run through bro yeah. no yeah for sure and but then a lot of the a lot of the, the outcry while people are complaining it's just also because the visuals and shit you feel me the visuals <laughs> it's inhumane <laughs> yeah. it's inhumane yeah. it's yeah. I, I understand them stopping them but like yo they're just over here you know an out of context uh, picture of them whipping a <laughs> off horseback it's just kind of <laughs> always gonna <laughs> pull the heart of the American people that's, that's the truth that's why that's why yeah. that's such a charged yeah. image that's why that's such a uh, outcry like people are People are very upset at that imagery and what's going on and blaming people for it. But at the same time, if I was at the airport, I landed and I just try to run through security <laughs> and just be in America. Yeah, they they might they might whip me, bro. No, they're they going to clap. <laughs> yeah, they're like, just, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, they're going to just beat and you. And I see that as almost the same thing. You can't just you. run through the border, bro. It's not good. Yo, no, I mean, the optics, they're totally exactly like 
some of the old imagery that they would draw up for when people would catch runaway slaves. There was like, I saw the panels that were right next to each other showing the picture and then showing some guy, some douchebag in the top hat on top of a horse, like, catching slaves is what I oh, yeah, do for the, the good of America. Some of the dudes on the horses yeah. even look like they're smiling and shit while they're doing it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're taking advantage hey, of on. that law like, like, like Demo was talking about yeah. and, you know, manipulating that to what they can because that is probably what they're they're feeling and expressing yeah. that way. Yeah, they're getting rock hard. And that's what people are like seeing and complaining about more than anything. But no, yeah, a lot of people saying, "Oh, they've been waiting their whole lives for this shit." <laughs> yeah, for real. I don't. I don't think this is anything new. I just think it's the first time it's been captured on a high quality camera. You know, what if I'm you're if right, you're a right, border yeah, patrol exactly. guard in the horse division. <laughs> Right. Didn't even have right, a win. You've been thinking Dream about, about catching some slaves your whole life. You've been hearing oh. great grandpappy talk about back in the day when they yeah. when they oh, caught shit. that boy like grandpappy and John Smith Kente's foot off because he tried to get yeah. away. Yeah, they're just like one of those guys. Like, yeah, you know, my daddy he he rode with Stonewall Jackson. He rode with Stonewall Jackson. Hell yeah, he got shot to death because he was a traitorous piece of shit. But here I am at the border, baby. I've been waiting my whole life. It's some sick Clint Eastwood directed shit, bro. <laughs> Speaking of Clint Eastwood, man, that motherfucker has a whip. Ninety one, still making He's movies. Got a movie out right. That's now, what I'm man. saying because I was a uh, oh, yeah. I was getting right, my gotcha. my hair braided by my cousin and uh. She put on that movie. It's called Cry Macho or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was like, bro, what the fuck? Cry Macho. And this fool's like the boy. He's a director, right? And like the writer. It's like, damn. He what? always does that. Man, he's a beast one, though? like that. He's a beast. Yeah, I gotta, you got to respect yeah. that. Like still like working like that in 91. Like I respect that. Hey. Here's Blue a fun fact to give, to give Clint Eastwood his flowers. Because I know people that have worked with him and worked on his sets. Clint Eastwood, if if more sets were run like how Clint Eastwood runs his sets, there probably wouldn't be a fucking strike right now because Clint Eastwood does basically like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Because obviously he's kind of old, but uh-huh. at the same time, he does like really quick takes, lets people have like multiple lunch breaks. He's just like... Is that it? <laughs> All right, on to the next I one. Need a nap. Like, he probably, yeah, yeah he that's just, what I was about to say. He probably needs a lot of naps. <laughs> yeah, that's dude. Pretty much that is, but at the same time, it's made for like an excellent set environment. <laughs> so people should, I feel like, make the Clint Eastwood mo- model pan out to to all other productions, and maybe people wouldn't be striking. Man, I really yeah. I enjoy his movies because he just always plays. You can tell even as he's gotten through this, like he's got a little a little racist in him, but he's trying to be better. You know what I'm saying? Like he's trying to get it going. It's like I don't that, know if you saw. The, did you guys see was, the mule? Yeah. Yeah. What was the one where he had like the new Samoan neighbors or something? Uh, <laughs> uh, Grand Torino. Yeah. Oh, with the Hmong? They, yeah. They were like Hmong yeah. people, but he didn't really know at first. Try to figure it yeah. out. <laughs> Yeah, you just called them all like Zipper the heads. same. Just called them like the same base form, like Asians, like racial slurs yeah. and stuff. That literally in the mule, he was like, "What are you beaners doing over yeah. there?" Oh, yeah. like, you know, like, it was, like it was, the, it was the girls. It was uh, yeah. the the motorcycle gang girls. He was like, "Hey, Dykes, how is it going?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like just bro, like always call people like Negroes, but he's trying to yeah. get. Back. It was in a respectful way. He wasn't mean about it. That's just what he knew because he's from a different time. He's coming out yeah, with that new movie that he's directing. It's about the uh, the how Dog the Bounty Hunter got the uh, the N word pass 
<laughs> and it's a story covering <laughs> that. Hey, I'm all looking at you like you're scared. That's the whole story. That's the whole story. It's not about, about what Doggy the Bounty Hunter does. It's literally just I'm, about how I'm allowed to see. <laughs> the brothers said I could. He needs to direct the <laughs> super movie where him and Liam Nielsen combine forces. And it'll just oh be a real white dude. Is that is that pissing the, your pants? The whole you, the whole freaking set smells like pee, without a doubt. Everybody <laughs> yeah. on there is peeing themselves. What is Clint Eastwood? Is he he's just he just it's just Liam Neeson calling Clint Eastwood a Yankee and Clint Eastwood calling Liam Neeson a Mick, just back and forth while piss just fills their pants. Yeah, oh for sure. Like, I'm, I'm not peeing your pee. <laughs> I'll find you because I can't see and I'll piss my butt. Just a, it's like the two of them and like King Batch. <laughs> 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 they keep calling him a colored and he's like, man, come on, man. <laughs> I, can, I can see it now. <laughs> that That'd be the worst movie ever. Just or 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 the best. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny, <laughs> bro! That would be lit. That would be. I would definitely go see Somebody it. Sell that idea to Hollywood, Ace. Yeah, King Batch with these two old white men. They just and keep like, yeah, pissing themselves. Just... <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do with all this piss, man? Oh, this nigga really pissed. <laughs> I can't stop pissing. Oh I keep. My god. I keep. This Kool-Aid is too good that you keep making me. I keep pissing. <laughs> and I think I'm going blind from these diabetes. You <laughs> <laughs> just died oh. from sugar. Hand me more and more liquor. Um, <laughs> yo, all right. It so, sounds uh, like Batman his whole life. <laughs> Have he you just ever watched his a whole life. Eastwood movie? That's what he sounds like. <laughs> yeah, he closes his mouth. His teeth are clenched. Yeah, yeah. And kind of grunt. <laughs> And his eyes are just hella beady and squinted and shit. He's just like, what do you mean? I'm trying to take a okay. shit. Actually, that's Serious what it is. Question. Clint Eastwood is trying to take a shit, and Liam Neeson is pissing who, his pants. Who squints harder in their movies, Clint Eastwood or Steven Seagal? Clint Eastwood. Oh, Steven Seagal has whoa. glasses. Yeah, I was about to say question. he got my dumbass yellow glasses on. No, not back you know. in the day, yeah, bro. You know. Like. That's nah, well, yeah. Would. Steven Seagal actually, Steven Seagal wins because he is wearing glasses because he just has his eyes closed now. Well, because he's like Japanese. <laughs> oh, no, nah, no racist. No racist. He, he's just like, <laughs> what do you want to talk about today, homie? I can't see you. Why are you got those glasses on? <laughs> oh, no. Man, that'd be the new expendable right there. Right, y'all. Liam Nissen, Steven Clint Eastwood, Steven Seagal. Yeah. That's a Yo, super, that's an even bigger legendary movie. films right now, live on Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, so here's what it is, is that it's a, a super task force from back in the day. It's Clint Eastwood, Liam Neeson, and Steven Seagal, all from the same Delta uh, fire squad. And, and King Beck has to find, <laughs> and it's, it's that there's, they found out that Hitler is still alive in a nursing home in Greenbow, Alabama. <laughs> they've got to go, and they've got to go take out Hitler and make him pay for his crimes. And the person leading them is King Beck, who is playing a half-Jewish, half-black guy. No, e- and they've all got to deal even with Even better, there was a four-man crew, and they had, like, okay. freaking... <laughs> Uh, some other old white dude who's not that funny to everybody else except for other old white dudes. Who should I say? Like Martin Short. 
Yeah, he's he's funnier than anything. But he, he was actually the fourth member of their crew, but somehow his body got transformed into King Batch. So he's actually oh, the, oh, an okay, old yeah, white right, man who's living yeah, yeah, in yeah. this young black man's body, and they're that's all walking better, around bro. together trying to save him. You know? Wow. Yeah, it's called Nasty. yeah, it's called Freaky Friday assassination <laughs> of Hitler. By the wild bunch. Not not just <laughs> trying to get him back to his own body because that's what they want to do, just because he can't stand being a damn And there we go. Hey, that's a that's a solid punchline right there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that punchline. That's funny. Lean over here getting excited. Oh man. <laughs> That's really funny. I like how you say that. <laughs> All right. So what else is that, oh, boys? Yeah, <laughs> <we're> just... <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, boy. The refs there, are right? penalizing us today. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, right. Anyway, moving along. Um, hey, did you guys really? I mean, there's nothing like too excellent that happened, but did you guys see the J6 rally where they tried to like re up on the Capitol riot, insurrection, coup, whatever is in rotation this week? Nah, I didn't we, even we check it out. We briefly mentioned it last week, I believe. Did we? Yeah. Was it that of not of note? I forgot that we talked about it a little bit last it was, week, too. We, we or just, just that it was happening. No, nah, we just like grazed over it that it's happening. Um, oh, okay. But. It's yes. pathetic. Uh, yeah, it. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a bummer. They. I'll tell you what. The National Guard came on out. There was like police and army and everything like that uh, lining the houses and all. They were ready for it, but it turned out to just be kind of like mostly journalists waiting for something to happen and just a few other uh, one. The one interesting thing I saw is that in Afghanistan. Um, veteran went out there and was just talking mad shit on a megaphone and the police had to go and run and grab that fool before people started mobbing him so that was the most interesting thing i saw out of it other than you know the typical people being nut like nuts out there nuts nuts have a good somebody old time. say nuts i love nuts oh these nuts Man, that'd be a perfect place to actually get a sponsor for <gasps> nuts so if you guys know a nut <laughs> sponsor that has like some sort of homegrown nuts well, we give you some sponsored time on here. Get in touch with us, and we'll talk about your nuts. Pistachios. Yeah. You know what? Last night, I was trying to eat peanuts in the bed. Not a good idea. Man, do for real. Yeah. Well, especially you, because you're allergic to peanuts. Yeah, yeah, I can't do Why, that. Why, you almost yeah, choking sure. on peanuts? But let me tell you. No, it wasn't that I almost choked. It's just like there's no clean way to eat peanuts, bro. Like you gotta crush oh. them things, you know? Like and there's like some peanut real peanuts. dust you and like crumbs and like peanuts. literally like... Cracking peanuts that I had from yeah. the A's game that I just brought home. Oh know? wow, that's like a, peanuts that's an from the core, not already yeah, open like, peanuts. No, no, it was like yeah, literally nah. peanuts in in the shell. Oh, you were tripping. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was. Tripping. Yeah, you know, I was tripping. You're, you're right. You're I was you tripping. Better to eat. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real, for real. Everyone's yeah. been pissed. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just getting it all over the place. <laughs> just, just, he's like, just after I got my ass beat, I had to clean up the uh, peanut shells. <laughs> I, let me tell you, I won't be doing that again. Uh, well, yeah, that's that's the, the most remarkable part about the 
The most remarkable part about the J6, is that what his J6 rally was that? Eating peanuts in it bed. It segued into a good story about eating peanuts in bed. <laughs> on to the next one. <laughs> on to the next. On, on to the next. Um, who uh, who dropped that uh, Donald Trump is suing his niece over leaked tax? On Weezy. That one, that one, uh, I didn't read anything about that. Break it down. Uh, I mean, it's, there's, there's articles on it. I didn't really read much on it. Um, I just seen the, on IG, what I seen the post, it was just, um, that, uh, he's suing them because, uh, they leaked his tax documents or some shit like that. Yeah, alleges yeah. that Mary Trump's disclosure of the tax information to the Times amounted to an illegal breach of contract, among other claims, because the disclosure allegedly violated a 2001 settlement agreement among the Trump family. So this is uh, wow, family drama, dude, I guess. I swear. Um, it's just interesting. I feel like that guy amongst his family is like he makes them sign in blood yeah. that look. Yeah. Can't Who's the one though? That, is she the one that <laughs> no, wrote Mary, the book too? Right? That was dissing him or some shit. Mary. Mary. Trump? Is that Mary Trumpet? That's his brother's daughter. Yes. <laughs> Who's Mary Maddie? Trump? I don't know. Yeah. Hey, but shit, man, Maybe. everybody's missing Maybe. Trump right now. That's what I'm getting the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, like on, you out there? The people I follow, like man, my little people reading? I follow on social media, it's like they always talk about. Damn it, we miss Trump. Shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, damn, shit, crazy. Because they've been listening people. to all this right, stuff right. that people nah, are it's telling all them people. that Biden's what the doing. You know? Oh man! Like, you would think that after people, after this whole big fake news generation, saying. like you thought people were getting educated that you can't trust the media or this, that, and the other. Now they're right back to it, like <clears throat> because you know, sheep yeah, are going right. to get herded. They're going to get herded. Yeah, I mean, it, ultimately, like the cha- like the thing that I think that the biggest difference, honestly, between the two of them is that Biden somewhat takes climate change seriously, but still, he's not really doing that much different than what Trump was doing like right now. I mean, could you, could you guys off the top of your head think of anything that Biden has done re- like fundamentally different than what Trump was doing? Like right off tops, anything that's like, bam, big change. He hasn't even been in there long enough bro, to do anything, but at the same right. time, he always do the same thing, bro. They always did. It's yeah, the same exactly. thing. It's just a different face. Yeah, they just trade. They trade spots. They're kind of all part of the same party. In my yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was it right there. Yeah. Not everything else before. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I always hate falling into that like douchebag versus turd sandwich thing that uh, um, what's it called? Uh, South Park cemented way back in the day. They were, they were just like, it's just the same. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, there's really not that much of a difference right now. I mean, the, one of the big things I think is probably the the reaction to the vaccine. But again, if Trump was in, like, if Trump was still president, you think he would be pushing the vaccine right now? Or do you think that he would not? Like, this vaccine aver- aversion is simply because Biden is president. Anything to counter his opposition, maybe. You don't care about the lives or health of people. So, yeah, because I don't yeah. know, because weren't they, uh, and also weren't they like hating on Trump? Like, didn't they like have it again ready? They're like waiting for him to get out of the office. Who, who was? Like, I feel like because Trump wasn't promoting the vaccine because they hadn't had it yet, right? Or something well, they were like still that. Developing it at that time. Yeah. Well, he he literally was using it in he was using it in in a debate when we talked about the debate like back when when he was like up there sweating. So Biden was losing his mind, but <laughs> like Trump was saying. Trump was up there saying that, oh, the vaccine is coming. Yeah. Because Biden was saying, like, you're messing up this COVID relief thing. And then Trump was saying, well, just waiting for the vaccine. And he even name dropped Johnson and Johnson. 
And he got so, it before a lot of people, be, right? Or did he? Yeah, I well, know. I think he got all the the crazy treatments, like the same ones that Joe Rogan did to get better really fast, uh, like the kind that you can get when you go to the best hospital in the world. But you got that in terms guac. of vaccine, yeah, he was repping it. He was repping it on debate stages, talking about just wait until the vaccine gets. Hey, remember when that shit first started? Like all like the rich ass celebrities were getting it, like Kevin Durant, and then all the fucking yeah, caught COVID. Shit. Strange times, guys. Yeah. Right. Right. Now everybody's pretty much had COVID. Hey, but now, like, uh, (laughs) yeah, fuck, everybody's had COVID. Or now people can't say, oh, I think I had it that one time. Yeah, Yeah. it's like everybody had it. Boy over here. People are still saying that. Yeah. (laughs) They're still saying that. Facts. Shut up, bro. I don't even want to hear when people say that. Yeah. That kept me out of a Gen G episode, man. Just thinking back on it, like I was really out for a good four days where I just didn't have any oh, yeah, action man. whatsoever. And, hey, for real. And then uh, one of my mom's coworkers, he just passed away like on Sunday from it. And I was like her, Fuck. Like, like her main coworker that she messed with. Like on lunch, they would go dip off and go like smoke at the club and shit, like all the time. So like, fuck, RIP. Man, yeah, yeah. And he, but he he wasn't vaccinated either. So let me put that out there. On. Mm. I mean, that's what happened. I mentioned, I mean, we might as well state that it's now has surpassed the 1918 pandemic as the deadliest pandemic in U.S. history. Yeah, and this was sure so it's like our second one only, right? Yeah, in U.S. history. See, that's another that's another thing like people like don't get it's like it's a pandemic, and like, all right, you know, a lot of us are just hella like stubborn, like we just want to get on with our lives and you know, go back to normal. Well, it doesn't help when the nation leader has been calling most news that comes out as fake news right before the most important news comes out. Um, You know, kind of like, I I think that had a great deal on a lot of people's outlook on it, you know, including myself at first shit, because I was like, what is it, man? Like, and then when you start really seeing bodies on bodies, you know, a lot of people don't take it too seriously till it hits their home. So, man. Oh yeah, I mean, like, people throw back to the beginning of the episode. Hey, nah, but for us, it sucks to say that, but it's like that's the only way. Like, we'll fucking learn is when it hits us, like you know, directly home, and that's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Well, it it happens. That is the case for a lot, a lot, a lot of different things in the United States. That's what happens when you promote rugged individualism from the jump, or not really from the jump, kind of like. You know, the, the United States propaganda started hitting that pretty hard around, like, the 50s. Usually around Reagan. Good old Reagan said, <laughs> look, the best way to spend your time is just pissing on your friends and yourself. It's me, gay Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Um, but, you yeah, know, the rugged individualism thing in the United States has always been sort of like a, both a burden and a, a curse and a benefit. And in this case, I think it's become more of a more of a curse because people are just so damn sure that something might not be real. You know, I've yeah, seen for real, responses but now to what you're you said signing, that, you did oh, my, my friends, you, even you know, my mom's friend bro. died from COVID. I've seen people respond to that by literally asking for medical. <laughs> yeah, like, well, you a doctor now, bro? Relax. Yeah, like, yeah, like everybody just became a doctor overnight about this hey, stuff. It's just kind of like, whoa, life, whoa, whoa, you know, like, relax. I mean, you know. Coldest me, my soul I mean, is let, the one that's demo you, you posted. It's like, Thanks for giving me COVID advice. You're the one that teachers would pass their paper back to you face down. <laughs> Cold blooded. Oof. 
Yeah, oh, goodness yeah. gracious. Real talk. Right? Some people that are really out here, big brain time from Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I couldn't do it. I got to deactivate that Facebook because it was too much. <laughs> oh, you deactivated your shit? For a minute. It's been like, I would say a while, almost a year. Your ass don't be posting shit. I was on yeah. your IG. I, mean, I was on your IG. Your weak. last post was like fuck two years ago or some shit. <laughs> it was the black screen, bro. I was really with, committed with the shit. I thought everyone was doing the black screen. <laughs> what happened to the black screen, y'all? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, Remember when everyone was doing that black screen? Blackout Tuesday, uh, bro. Oh yeah. I thought we were yeah. all in solidarity that we weren't gonna be posted on social media like that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't do that. <laughs> that moment. This looks weird. <laughs> What's that? Yes, no, it was at that moment. It was solidarity. Yes. <laughs> hey, back to normal. Now we're broken again. We're yeah. <laughs> there, you know, there was. It's so funny that it, you know, and to bring it back again, I, I think that's the why you say that I Biden is my boy is only because I knew that he was going to win the presidency. That's it. And and at the same time, him winning the presidency came with a certain measure of disappointment because we are almost a year out from everything that happened with George Floyd, and. uh you know, it all this like people were really kind of feeling themselves and rising up, but kind of against oppression and for the oppressed. And then Biden got elected, and it just kind of went. Really you know, it's just like. Well, it's just it's just like the same thing like that happened when Obama won, or the same thing that happened when Trump won. Yeah, the same thing right. that happened when Biden won. It's like all these people get really gassed up, and exactly. they're like really fighting with people that they have their everyday lives with seriously because they have different political views and blah, blah, blah. But then it happens, and they realize nothing really changes. Remember, there was hella hate. Yeah. There was hella hate right. towards Trump, though. Remember, fuck, you had, like, YG and Nip made the song Fuck Donald Trump. Like, remember, people were pissed off yeah. when he said that shit about the riots, talking about which, when the when the rioters riot, or when the looters loot, the shooters shoot, shit like that. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, yeah. Man, it was just extra shit that everybody's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Fuck this motherfucker, Donald Trump. You know what I mean? It was like... So... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just like that's all there is to it. I mean, it it became like the cult of personality behind him became his undoing. But again, he was kind of an ineffective, yeah, an effective president anyway. I mean, it, it turns into that gridlock every single time. Everything's just so bureaucratic when it gets down to it, and then also that there's so much money influencing policy. It's like, Meh. you know. But what does happen is the attitudes, right? That's more what I'm speaking to. Is that like we all kind of felt this interconnectivity, this sort of like aversion to you know, what happened to George Floyd and kind of like we're rolling with that. And then the, the, what the victory at the end of the road on having all that uprising about that was a Biden presidency. It's like, ah, uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, and for your 30th birthday, a Twinkie filled with shit. <laughs> we did it, Joe. We, we did it. We did it. We ain't done shit, Joe. <laughs> she goes, she's like, she said, she goes, don't come. Don't come. Yeah. Don't come here. Makes, makes yeah, sense. Her husband was they having had trauma. to talk crazy to get all the get all the votes of the libs, you know. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, this this wouldn't have ever been a problem. All the people trying to b- blame Biden and Kamala for this. Well, 
if Trump would have built a freaking wall, then we wouldn't be worrying about this right now. They wouldn't have to be out there patrolling with whips, okay? So Trump already smoked it, left a gap right there, and now uh, fools ran through, and they tried to get stopped, so. But I think this was on a river, so I don't know if that would have been, I don't know if they would have built the wall. Trump said he's putting a wall the whole way. Build okay. it. All right. You know and what? I'll, and I'll lean Mexico's into it. paying for it. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll just lean into it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely, man. If the wall is there, everyone, yeah. That's the second rising, really guys. The second coming of Trump. Y'all just don't know. No, just kidding. <laughs> That's what the cues. The cues tell told me. No. The, no. The cues. Twenty twenty four. That he's still present. Like that's actually the funniest <laughs> thing is the cognitive dissonance there. Um, that there are also some cues who are like, well, he can't run in 2024 because he's already president right now. Uh, <laughs> 12-year run, bro. Yeah, yeah right. it's just different. So, uh, it's the multiverse, bro, of reality. That's how they feel. Trump variants. Yeah. The Trump variants. <laughs> dissolve the presidency. Strip the presidential powers. Make a president not cool anymore. Matter of Motherfuck fact, the government. Like, yeah, let's let's get rid of all our government yeah, now at this point. Don't you let's know? just switch into, you know, communal affairs with amongst the communities around the United States. Let's get rid of the government. Oh, yeah. Trump's the president, of president. Welcome back to Politically <laughs> Correct. I'm here with my four <laughs> mates, and Sanjemi wants to get rid of the president now. Yeah. Uh, uh, correction. Like Joe Rogan. All of it. All of it can go. All of it can. We can just flatten it all out. Fuck. <laughs> Ah oh, boy, it's gonna be interesting. New new song <laughs> government, the ten rings. Each hey. <laughs> each people, each nah, uh, tribe gets a ring. Nah, man, I'm a shit. I'm I'm just a shit stirrer over here. I I'd be like, oh, it's done. Cool. Let's Ooh. just wait to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <but> anyways, <laughs> cracking up over here. Um, what else is up? What's going on in the media? What's going on with this? Man, hey, quick shout out before right shit. getting into that media. You guys were talking about uh refugees earlier. The fu- the okay. refugees are getting back together, bro. They're going on tour. The Fuji's getting back on a the world Fugees. tour. Oh, wow. That's going to be really interesting cuz there's a lot of drama within that group. So they for sure doing this shit for the bag. So we'll see. Let's see if Lauren Hill actually Clef shows up bag? on time. Man, Wyclef uh, got shot in Haiti. Remember that? Damn, why they do him like yeah, that? I thought he was about to be the president. Yeah, he was trying to be the... Man, imagine he became the president of Haiti and he's on the smoke. Didn't he make a song like that? Yeah. Assassinated on... Yeah, it's it a lot dope. darker now, huh? Damn. Wow. That's crazy. That song was dope, bro. That was you one knew one how Haiti jam. was. President! <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that's going to be dope. I seen they're coming to Oakland, so... No, maybe catch that. Even though Lauren Hill, man, seen her a couple times like recently. There's always some shit going on with her live. Yeah, yeah. She spit a hot verse on Nas's new album. That's cool. No, yeah, I'm saying live though, like oh, a yeah. live show. You never. It's either know she's hella late sketch. or up there like tweaking or some shit or like tripping <laughs> out. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, it's just terrible. What is so? Yeah. What's the what's the BMF premiere? That's Black Mafia family, hey, right? Yeah. That's a fifty cent. That's fifty, 50 cents, cent uh, joint. This is fifty cents new venture now. It's gonna. It's not. It's actually not power related. It's not in the power. No, it's, it's not. not a, a hey, it's, 
it's not in the power verse. It's actual its own uh, thing. And you know it's gonna have its the, own like universe if it gets if it gets good. No, nah, but the BMF mm. is um it, it was ran by Big Big Meech and his brother. I know you guys heard of him. Like he's a yeah. he's a big big dope dealer back in the day. But he they became so right. rich, like they was running shit in Atlanta, like well everywhere pretty much down south Midwest. But uh, yeah, Fifty Cent he got the he got the rights from the brothers to make it, and uh, it took like it took like two years now. And uh, the first episode is this weekend. And it looks really dope. That's tight. You got Snoop Dogg in there, yeah. like uh, it's, it looks like it's gonna be clean. Yeah, this was so. Then this is like one of the more modern ones. This is kind of like late. Like you're used to most of these things kind of being like, uh, you know, I, when you're talking about like the mafia stuff, yeah. people are always used to like, you know, the mafioso type stuff, right? This is taking place in the the late '80s, so it's kind of got that vibe to it. Almost kind of, you know, what was going on in Detroit and up north, as opposed to like the Miami Vice. Vibes, yep. because people were still making money during that time. So, yeah, and I'm pretty, or like '90s, really too. You and know? I'm pretty sure they're gonna make it like they're gonna stretch it out and like bring it into like modern times. So, of course, till he gets arrested, and uh, that's gonna be dope to see because a lot of people was running with uh, BMF. You had Jeezy running with him, Fabulous, Blue Da Vinci, Yuck Mouth. It was a lot of people running with BMF. So yeah, be dope to see. Yeah, it's some pretty unexplored history. I think it's probably stuff that has been kept relatively quiet too i mean it's not totally well-known history so it'll be interesting to see it play out and how it people react in a larger stream media. it's kind of it's similar to it. how they um you know they tell a piece of the story of some of those gangsters during the prohibition era in um that show boardwalk empire yeah, it'll, yeah. I, I think it'll yeah. be a similar vibe of that with no yeah know, i think the black 50 got a Fifty got a home run on this one for sure, and then uh, the that's the cool. main actor who's playing Big Meech is actually Big Meech's son too, so that's dope. Oh, really? That's maybe cool. there'll be some that kind of cool. universe with like Freeway Ricky or some shit. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, what's his name's yeah, gonna be in it? Uh, White Boy Rick. I don't know if y'all watched that movie, but uh, yeah. White Boy Rick will be portrayed by Eminem in this uh, in the in the BMF uh, series. No, yeah, way. that's great. Yeah. So yeah, see, it's Rick. gonna hey, it should gonna be lit. That's still his Rick. homie. White Boy Rick, yeah, one of the I'm most right. famous snitches of all time. Yeah, right. And did like thirty years for like non uh, violent crimes. He got played. Well, yeah, that's that's the drug war, baby. How's that drug war going now? Seems like the employers want it to be done. Uh, <laughs> but that's cool. On that vein, there's actually another show that just released on AMC Plus, and this is about Dublin crime families called Ken. And it's not anything based on history, but uh, watch one episode of it, and it's pretty it's pretty good. It's got some people from Game of Thrones in it, and it's got Charlie Cox, the guy who played um, uh, was Daredevil from the Marvel series oh, okay. in it as well. Yeah, and it's it's pretty good. It's an excellent first, you know, there's a thing called pilot-itis when you're watching a show and the pilot seems a little rough, right? That maybe it was rushed or that, you know, it was shot at really different times and kind of like a little bit, you know, maybe different shooters, not all, to, all there together. This show, no pilot-itis at all. Per, like one of the best pilots I've ever seen. So Ken on AMC+. Plus, I really liked mm. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, also, uh, raising Canaan, raising Canes. What you say last time, Davey Jones? <laughs> raising Canes. <laughs> Season finale this weekend too. So y'all check that out if y'all into that shit. Pretty dope. Yeah. Oh, I uh, I watched the first episode of uh, Dave. Yeah, I was right too. about to say. Speaking of pilotitis, yeah. I know you watched the first episode. How did you feel about Dave? 
Uh, the first episode is the first episode is definitely corny. I mean, just also coming from a music industry background, I feel very racially profiled that you guys thought that I would identify with. No, <laughs> I didn't say that. It was lit. I just said it's funny. Uh, no, I, Weez, I will give you that. I will give you that. You said it was just funny for sure. Um, but no, I, I, you know, Dave is, he's got a character that he's playing. I was the one that I was talking about last week. I was like, is he kind of like a bumbling, like, I don't know white dude character who's just like out of place. Look, you just gotta watch the and, first season, yeah. not just the first episode. I know. I no no no. I'm, I I'm didn't just deny that part. The Demo first did. I'm. Yeah, I'm. I am not. I am not saying I'm done watching it. I will watch it and I will report back. But the first episode was mad corny. I mean, like that whole thing where he was like he started breaking into his raps when YG put him on Instagram. I was like, ah, yeah. Well, it definitely, <laughs> like, it, it starts like, like oh that. But God. what what the whole thing of the show is, once he gets kind of on, then he's trying to say, okay, now I'm trying to use my voice to like do something else. But how do I do that in a way that doesn't make me seem gimmicky or seem like I'm appropriating or blah, blah, blah. So... Sure. Yeah. Well, no, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm not, I am not one of those people who say like, ew, I don't like it. I'm not watching it. Like I will watch this series. You know, I will check it out. I, I have been known to hate watch things and I hope I don't end up hate watching this, but I will continue. Hey, on man, you've series. watched worse things and you know, Nesto, you need to be watching that shit. What Dave? Oh, uh, what Dave? Yeah, Dave. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dave. Yeah. You'll, I, Nesto, I think you'd probably like it too. I, yeah, I, I think. Well, it's cause I what's think the name like annoys me? You yeah, don't like I mean, Dave. How you don't little like Dicky fucking annoys me, bro. It's just like see that. Yeah, that's my thing too. Exactly. I'm not bro, too like crazy his, about him. Well, not even like his old interviews, like on Breakfast Club and shit. And it's like this motherfucker. That's his. That's his stitch. That's his thing. But he's he be rapping. Yeah, it's a stick. He's sticking. Yeah, I guess I'm going to watch like... it one day. Maybe after. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it while I'm like grinding 2K or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just throw nah, it cause I can't watch shows when I'm playing video games because I actually got to like watch yeah. it. I could like watch like Just interviews say. and YouTube shit, but like a show, I need to be watching I'll, that shit. I'll th- throw it on. I'll throw it on in the background when I'm pondering anarchist theory by myself and being edgy. <laughs> and that actually comes on like TV too, right? Like Dave. Yeah, it's on FX, right? FX. Uh, Hulu. It's not just like yeah, an FX strict to an app show. Huh? No, nah, it's on Hulu and shit. Okay. So yeah, I gotta watch. Everybody keeps telling me to watch that shit, so I'm like, Fuck. yeah, dude. If in a short, I mean, short episode, like rappers and just random cameos, like Entourage yeah. style. We've been it, talking about it a lot too. That part's kind of cool. Weeks. There's things you'd yeah, appreciate yeah. about it. Just you know, keep it. If you're in the hip hop culture, bro, just on pop culture shit, it, it'll be cool. Uh, speaking of Dave, though. Shout outs to a weekly listener, Aubrey, just new investment in Dave's hot chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Drake, yes. how much did he buy of this? Is he gonna have like a real steak or like what? Oh no, I think it's just hype, no, bro. It's chicken. You know, it's yeah. Dave's hot chicken. He had it once. Remember he no wonder they were posting pictures like months ago about him eating hot chicken. I was like, why is it even news right now that this motherfucker's eating Dave's hot <laughs> yeah. chicken? But it's like, well, someone told me this. A Drake fan was like, but have you ever seen Drake eat Dave's hot chicken before? I was like, no, I haven't. And he's like, exactly. Exactly, bro. I was like, all right. How y'all feel about... I don't really care for them damn red chicken sandwiches, bro. Like, them hot chicken sandwiches. I had had Dave's hot chicken chicken the first time. Unnecessarily hot. On Weezy, maybe get some wings of that shit. One time we went to that Slater spot in Vegas. I was like, oh, hell no. Fuck this shit. (laughs) 
We we have a Hattie B's here in Atlanta. Hey. A couple other hot chicken joints. It's I don't know. Fire. I had I had the really hot or something like that, and it didn't. I get them. I get quite. the training. I went to the Hot Boy spot in Oakland. Like that shit's like hella popping off. They got like the number one chicken sandwich in California, allegedly. Ooh. That's what this uh, this article allegedly. posted. But yeah, I got that shit. I got like I get like the fucking. It's called training wheels. Like no spice. Oh yeah, <laughs> you don't like hot stuff. Hell like no. Yeah. Oh man. I I can ha- I can handle it. I mean, like there's there nah, is. you some fuck with hot shit. Cut weird. it out. What the fuck. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's some peppers that really get me. Like there is like the the Indian pepper. I think it's like Jalakarta or something like that. Those are really really hot to me for whatever. Have reason. you done that uh Packy one chip challenge? No, man. My uh, uh, I've been watching videos on that shit me. on YouTube, just cracking up. Hey, my boy did that. Shout outs to Weekly Listener. Got, hey, eat, it, this. eat it. Eat it. My boy uh, yeah. did that one chip challenge, and he said it was. Uh, well, I saw it. I watched him oh do it. Oh my god! Oh, you got eat it. it, please. Yeah, I got it. Literally right now in my hand. Uh, well, and Weez too. Look at that. Yeah, what we the are fuck? We're both holding one chip challenge. Right. Eat it right now. We I both do not want to eat this live on the air. I don't want to end the podcast. Oh, yeah. Right? Don't, yeah. Eat it, don't make them eat it. Let me tell you, bro. This is <laughs> the thing it says is keep out of reach of children. After touching the chip, wash your hands with soap and do not touch your eyes or other sensitive areas. Oh, Seek yeah, medical assistance should you experience difficulty breathing, fainting, or extended nausea. This Bruh. is Carolina Reaper plus Scorpion Pepper one chip challenge. I mean, I'll work. I'll work. I'll sneak it in, like eventually, like that, like Carolina Reapers and stuff like that. Because I've been just quietly buying hotter and hotter sauces, <laughs> so my wife doesn't notice. So I think if I do the one chip challenge, it's gonna have too much gas on it, and you know, my wife will be like, "Don't do that. You don't want to eat this, brother." Hey, they yeah. had that shit at work, and they made the, this girl wanted to do it like a fucking idiot, and oh man, I felt hella bad for her. She was in the Fucking, we have like we have like milk at work because we got cereal. So like she had literally one of the jugs of milk. Was just drinking that shit. It was just like then throwing up the milk into the garbage. I was like, Ugh. Dude, that's her fault you gotta, though. You can't you can't do that. You gotta Bro. like grab whiskey or something and let it roll around at in work. Your mouth. That's one of the quickest ways to get rid. Yeah, of Yeah, she didn't know what she was getting herself into. She thought it was gonna Dude, be some light, but nope. On the on milk the... doesn't work nearly as well as like beer or whiskey. Bro, on the border of the. The, the packaging of this, it says, this chip will destroy you with a fist punching emoji straight at you. <laughs> and then on the with other thr- side, it says, bolts coming from the fist. Oh my God. The other side yeah. says, Fisting. you're next. <laughs> I don't want to know. That shit ain't no joke. I'll be watching, I'll tell you, I'll be watching the videos on YouTube all the time. That shit's like fucking hilarious when they eat it. Like little Yachty, when he ate it, he was like, Ugh! like making weird ass sounds and shit. I was like, bro, what's up? he sound like Damon Wayne's from a blank man. <laughs> so I don't know if we yeah. have talked about this before, but uh, there's a show on Netflix. It's called We Are the Champions, and there is that an episode that. of that. I think it's the second episode of We Are the Champions. There's only one season, and what they're doing is it's literally the championship, world championship pepper eating competition, and it's about the guy who like created like the Carolina Reaper pepper. And he's created all these other even hotter peppers that nobody's even had before. Yeah, that, and they're like having a, a championship of eating them. So oh, if really? you guys are see interested this in that, the show is called We Are the Champions on Netflix. And it's the second episode. Yeah, if it's like a farming okay. shit, there's a like, dude from Hot Ones, the host, he went on there and he was just giving them hella hot shit. I was like, oh, hell no, it's not fun at all. 
Yeah. I think I think where I st- yeah I think that where I stop having fun I can I can eat a whole ha- uh, habanero a scotch bonnet um, not not really and I'll have tears that come out of my eyes but that's about it but where I really start to get uncomfortable is is probably to like a re- like reaper sauce like too much of it I can usually have it mixed in with stuff no problem but if I have too much of like a reaper sauce like I can't really taste anything except for burning I like tasting it. Like that's the whole thing. Yeah, so. I guess he had some peppers that were literally more than twice as hot as uh, Reaper peppers. Like <laughs> nah, he good. was the guy who created <laughs> like the genotype of a Reaper pepper, and he had created all these other much, much, much hotter ones, Ooh. like millions of Scoville. And then I'll, I'll update. I'll update if I go hotter. There we go. Um, mm. The uh, yo, so uh, do we want to touch on any more media or do we want to switch into hit a little bit of the sports action? I get to sporty sports. We can move it, man. Speaking of hotness, there are six hot teams in the NFL, still two and oh, man. Uh, what did y'all think of week two NFL football? Uh, I don't know. I uh, Atlanta's disappointing, (laughs) but we all knew that was happening. Fucking suck. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah right. they'll yeah, get it. They, they can't do. go winless, right? Hey, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Nah, no, hey, my Matt other Ryan team though, go. Raiders, not doing bad. Julio Jones was the leader on that team. Um, yeah, team totally. Day. So this is biting them, but I don't know. They they've never been that good anyway since Hell they yeah, lost that Super Bowl. Matter of fact, yeah, that was it, man. Matter of fact, I'm gonna yeah. hit y'all with the horny pick of the week. Well, he didn't give it. Niners, oh, Niners, and Raiders being two and zero. Oh. Let's get it. This is your oh, okay. I wish I could say two and zero oh about all my fantasy football teams, though. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah I'm split. I'm split. I got, I got one and one. Because Dak Prescott decided <laughs> to win a ball game, but not actually score. Man, it was they had the run, they had the that double, the double snake, fucking Zeke and Pollard going on with with Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I dropped Pollard too. I was Damn. like watching this game, like <sighs> Tony Pollard's going ham. Hey, his brother Scott, you know, his brother Scott. Scott, Scott Pollard, Pollard. Pollard. Yes. basketball Man. player. <laughs> every episode. <laughs> oh man, Aaron oh, Rodgers yeah. did Gen bounce G back, bro. Ties. Monday Night Football, Aaron Rodgers was back. Good to yeah, see. Yeah, we all A-Rod picked Ball. the Packers, right? Yep, we all hit. Davey keeping score, uh, bro. There was some. The there was definitely some people that took the Lions. Oh, uh, I took the Lions. I was like, I was being optimistic. I thought that it thought was over. Was for the you cast. thought it was I believe, over. Yeah. I believe Debo also. It was Debo and Saw that took the Lions. You can listen Damn. back to the tapes. That's, that's what I got on my list. Yep. Oh wow. But the, hey, oh, it was shucks. looking good in the first half though. <laughs> the first half, the Lions were winning, and they uh. were starting out real fire, and everyone's all hyped like, oh, this is gonna be a big upset. Uh, it's gonna be all crazy, and then we forget there's two two halves to every game, and you know how the NFL is. It always comes down to the fucking fourth quarter most of the time, like literally ninety percent of the time. So, yeah, I, it, I think yeah. the 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 biggest takeaway from week two was the Ravens upsetting the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. Lamar Jackson man, bounces really? back, did a Ooh, cartwheel into the end zone. Uh, man. That was a game. Good on him. That was a game. Good on yeah, him. Yeah, he also that was the first time Lamar Jackson beat Kansas City, right? Uh probably. Yeah. Was it? I think so. I think that's why they were making it a big hype too. 
Well, yeah, his wow. his record wasn't so good against Kansas City, but that's huge for uh, that our division here, the Raiders, because um, not only did they it's win, team. but uh, they also they also got the Chiefs to lose. So that's gonna be big for for to do uh, some early action there. Yeah, they're all my teams. <laughs> they hit the under. They're my team. I would shout hey, out the, um, the Denver Broncos being two and zero, but man, they started against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then last week they played the Broncos. Last week they played the. My bad. Need to edit right there. Oh damn, blood. <laughs> The Broncos only played the New York Giants and the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then this week they get the Jets. So and the like, Raiders, so like and Raiders get the Dolphins, bro. Yeah, but Tua is injured, so man, the AFC East is is kind of looking like early injuries, weird. bro. Early injuries. It's a long season, and we all knew, but who who really knew that the injuries would just happen instantly again? I was always making fun of it to all my friends in the fantasy, but. Man, it's really happening already, and it's only week two. So, Man. one extra game this year. Week three, we got a game of the week here. Or do y'all see the matchups? Or I see oh, the yeah. Monday night football game we're probably going to pick, but what is the game that looks dopest to you? exciting game. game of the Packers week. versus Niners. I was looking at that as uh, one of them. Uh, the Bucks versus the Rams. That's the one I uh, am looking forward to watching. Mm. I think that one's going to uh, be good. I think well I you know what uh I'm I'm you know still kind of riding with the Raiders I mean Raiders and Dolphins might be cool nah, I mean maybe a blowout but wash. like you know No nah, that's going to be competitive Yeah I think so It'll Fuck probably no. be competitive Their yeah. card thrown mm-hmm. for 400 Raiders love yeah, to I mean, play we'll to see. whatever level their opponent mm-hmm. is True they did let yeah. the Jets win last year right they No they be- they just barely beat them and it should have been like a no contest game But they still lost but one one no, of the minor divisional rivalries that'll be playing is Chargers and Chiefs, which is always yep. sometimes cool. But I mean, you know, Mahomes is just so on it. On the Chargers Chiefs and I trust the Chief. Chargers Chiefs. And I charge the Chief. That's a bar. That's a tongue yeah, twister. I, right I, you there. know, <laughs> honestly, the Monday night game actually seems the most interesting to me, just because. You know, I don't know. It's interesting where the the Cowboys are going to go. I I personally think the Cowboys are going to win, but it'd be a lot of fun if Dak Prescott had a better performance. It's in yeah, Dallas too. Yeah, it's going to be competitive. One, I think this one's also going to be competitive. I think Jalen Hurts is what Demo special, uh, even special. though he lost last week and the offense wasn't really chugging. But, but that was you know, against, you respect that was against the Niners defense though too. Yeah, give her the D like a Forty Nine er, bro. <laughs> a great a great person once said that to me. Well, and, up this, <laughs> and this upcoming week, uh, keep an eye on Justin Fields. He is going to get his first start in the NFL. We we called it. Oh, Genji speaks the future into existence, but it happened very soon. I mean, as yeah. expected, how long is the Red Rifle going to be a starter? Be real. Um, yeah, real put down the Red Rocket. Monday Night Football, Eagles, Cowboys. I'm going to run with the Cowboys. Um you know, I think that's just going to be about a quarterback battle. Them brothers are about to slang that thing, but I got Dak in them. Yeah, I think I'm yeah, going with. No. I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys too. It's uh, it'll probably be like, what's the name? Jalen Hurts gonna probably going to put on a hell of a game, but I think, I think Cowboys going to edge it out. They're going to have the more like experience, and it's a home game too, right? First home game for the Cowboys or what? Yeah, you're right. It looks that way. What? Um, 
The over under mm-hmm. is fifty one. It's at a decently high number, so they're expecting shootouts. Oh, okay. That's one thing. Right. Hurts be Monday night football. Slanging that shit. <laughs> Who y'all got? I I already said Cowboys. I'm, but. I'm going with the. Uh, let's see. Jalen is special. Yeah, special. I think I was. I was thinking about the Eagles, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't really believe that the Cowboys aren't phony. Yeah, Ooh. their defense is actually trash. I think, in my opinion, but, <laughs> their defense uh, is young. But yeah, um, they, they, they could be a damn. hole. Also, division rivalry, right? Yeah, anything mm-hmm. could happen that night. It's gonna be At a good least. game. Who you got, D. D. D Jones? Yeah, for the sake of the picks, uh, I think the Cowboys are gonna pull it out and, and win. But I wouldn't put in any money uh, laying points with those guys right now. I, I I wouldn't be too sure about that. But I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I, I do like Dak Prescott and the whole offense. Uh, I just have they have questionable defense. Um, and this week, I'm looking forward to. I put my money on uh, the Tennessee Titans. I think they come back in uh, back at home here. Uh, Even though their defense Derek is Henry. their defense is also sus, to be honest, the Titans. But I think the the Colts are in shambles right now. Without if if Wentz doesn't play truly, and even if he does on broken ankles, man, their defense is the only thing keeping them together. The Colts are, you know, they have potential, but that without a quarterback, it's over. Until Wentz could really be a hundred percent tied up. Tighten up. So let's go. What else we got, fellas? What With else no we got? special um, in the NFL. Man, I just found out that that show Inside the NFL, that shit's only on fucking Paramount Plus now. That was hot. No Showtime anymore? Ooh, yeah, yeah bro. And streaming. Whoa. I was like, stingy that motherfuckers. Ridiculous. Dang, that's tragic. I was trying to get my study on for my fantasy football lineups and shit. And I was like, Hey, I've been cool? watching it. Ah. They got Ray Lewis on there <laughs> Shout now. Shout out Paramount right? Plus. Ray they Lewis got Beavis so- and Butthead. <laughs> they got football. They got Star Trek. Inside yeah. the NFL, too, bro. On Paramount. Yeah, that's what's since yeah, the, the rarest. It's because CBS. 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 That's why. So that's like James Brown uh, and Ray Lewis is on there now, like yeah, just being uh, overly dramatic about everything. Phil you see Collins. when them boys play and they put them <laughs> helmets on and they look at each other and they spit in each other's face and take the other man's saliva. You ready to play ball? That's where Chris Collinsworth <laughs> used to be on that show too. Our buddy, hey Chris, how do you feel about week two, Bucko? Uh, you know, I tried to make it through most of the games, but I couldn't help but uh, keep up my coke habit, watching everything fall apart in front of my life and kind of everybody releasing those uh, interviews and me talking about going around and catching a bunch of floozies. But I'll tell you what, that one kid on uh, that ca- Cardinals, he's really got some moxie, doesn't Yoda? he? He's not quite making intelligent plays yet, but he's, he's quite an athlete. <laughs> hey, shout out to Kyler Murray. Howard Murray's doing great, but shout out the passing leader of the NFL right now, Derek Carr. Through two weeks. Now that's a guy with actual true gumption and hustle. He's the kind of guy that most people can aspire to be like, and uh, I feel like Derek Carr's got a great future in the NFL. Well, see, you know, Chris, you sway one way of these quarterbacks, and I'm starting to wonder what makes you weigh this, sway this way towards that dude versus this dude. I think I smell something fishy here. <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm just, uh, I just appreciate hard work ethic. That's all I'm trying to say. Some people are gifted athletes. Some people work their way towards it. And I just appreciate people that have worked their way towards wherever they've achieved, <laughs> you know, as, as a professional football player. He's like, this Nick football player here is a great guy. <laughs> oh, man, Collinsworth, man. Oh, that's- man. People love your. They're people actually love your Collins talking words. about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a hard one to do. He kind of 
he kind of, you know, he's got he's got some cigar cigar rasp to him. Yeah, me and on Weezy were at a wedding. Shout out David for you know we had a couple we had a few Gen G supporters at the wedding. Know what I'm saying we was holding it down. Yeah. Hey, shout outs, congrats, congratulations, Gaggles. Tall Gaggle. Gaggle. Congrats to Dave. It's all downhill from now. <laughs> no, no, no. No, nah, nah, that's what no. uh that's what when we when we uh we went to go see Brandon Schaub and then we told him he was getting married, that's what he told him. <laughs> oh, that's because Brandon Schaub is secretly filling the blank. <laughs> Dang bro. Dang bros. <laughs> Dang bros. <laughs> well, uh I just wanted to put in a mention, yellow excellent alert. Uh the Lakers just signed a deal with uh BB Go. And uh, the BB Go brand and logo will be on their jersey this next season. And for those that don't know about the BB Goes, they go. And uh, <laughs> they're the dumpling brands. The little Asian dumpling brands you probably see at Costco and at some of your food stores. And they make other wontons and those type of dumpling item foods. So that's the fucking logo on the jerseys for the Lakers? It will be. Yeah, they yeah. got rid of, they had, bu- uh, no, Bumble was the Clippers, huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, what did it the was. Lakers have before? That's hard. I don't, I don't remember. That's it was whack, some weak ass thing. It's probably some like Wachovia bank. <laughs> I, I would put I would put a uh, I would put a sound effect for your uh, Yellow Excellence shout outs, but I feel like literally anything I pick will be come across as. I, know, I was gonna say like I some symbols or some a shit. Gong. Or like a gong. Gong. Shout out to Yellow Excellence. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> some Bruce Lee sound effects. Yeah, mad problematic. Hey, some Bruce Lee sound yeah. effects would be dope. Just stri- no. Yeah, no, no. I, I feel like there's maybe some other facet of that beautiful culture, many different cultures that we could probably pull from. It's not that. I Wait up. No. Oh, me so horny. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we're about to get the red light to jump off stage because speaking, speaking of uh, also yellow excellence uh manny pacquiao running for president oh yeah yeah and not officially retired. I seen that first. Uh, I seen a post. I said he was retired. And then I, I seen him. And they said, "No, not yet, Bucko." He's gonna kick people's ass in the ring and still bang his country uh, as the leader, bro. The nation leader. That's hard to me, bro. That's Real pretty gangster. Right? That's that's almost as dope as his pop music. Oh, uh, he gonna perform after his like fight still? Because that's what he he been doing. Yeah, that's sick. He always does concerts after his fights. Who does that? That is after? last one. He well, you know, Filipino game. people love karaoke, bro. Like, I'm sure he's just ready oh, to God. sing hard after uh, a good fight. He goes. He does it all, man. He's he's in a freaking. He be hooping. Professional basketball. He's a singer. He's a Actor. senator. He just is like you know, uh, Captain Philippines over there. Yeah, he's Pac Man. They call it. I don't know what that movie was, but he's a, in a couple of he's movies where a he's a superhero. <laughs> And has like a superhero suit on. So, so that's how Manny Pacquiao, a real Pac Pac. Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> the greatest. Whoa, the Peck Peck, bro? He was talking about the Peck Peck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man. man. So there is another big week in our favorite Generation G sport oh, UFC yeah. 266. Get it on, brother. It's time. Wait, Joe Rogan, you guys excited the event? for this? <laughs> man. Am but. I excited? Am I worried? Am I? I don't know how to feel, man. Uh, it's a great card. It's a great card. A solid uh, card, big title from top fights. to bottom. 
Yeah, I'm gonna be tuned in. Uh, I got the weekend dedicated to to this whole thing, but I'm not <laughs> going to any of the events. But I'm uh, I'm gonna be watching for sure. And Nick Diaz will be there fighting. So I'm I'm juiced for that fight. That's the fight I'm looking forward to the most because we don't well, know that's what the we're going to see. Guys. That's the co-main. They put it as the co-main. No, I'm saying that's the that's the real main event. Everybody yeah, I think it's watching like the third this fight is tuned in for that. Yeah, Shevchenko is the co-main with <laughs> against Laura. Yeah, Brown. Diaz is the swing bout. Just but, because uh, she's a champ. The main event is Ortega and Volkanovski. Well, this is a this is Correct. an extenuating circumstance, uh, so we can uh, maybe pick, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. who's, who's going to Yeah, do but it. one news that was breaking out that I know Nesto was uh, hip to was that Diaz actually changed the the weight uh, that this fight is going to go go on to one one eighty five, right? From one seventy to one eighty five. One seventy to one eighty five. Diaz hasn't made one seventy since maybe two thousand twelve. I want to say. Oof. And then he Too many hasn't fought in like six years, five and a half years or something like that. Even before that, he wasn't that active. So like like I said, it said he's literally fought like two or three times in the last nine years. Man. And then you got Damn. you got Damn. Robbie Lawler. Like um, they asked him if it was an issue. He said, it's no issue. I'm ready to go. And Robbie Lawler has been making 170, you know, the last five years. He's been in top competition. This is a... It's what everybody been saying, cause uh, you know Robbie Lawler, he just fought Kobe, like literally like two years ago. Man, yeah, that's high competition. It's gonna be. Uh, and then his last fight was against uh, Neil Magny, so you know what I mean, the Haitian sensation. Mm-hmm. He's gonna come out swinging either way. That's the thing. So it's gonna be a five rounder though. That's gonna be the thing. So who's gonna get gas? Um, but I think he's gonna come in. Lawler's gonna come in light, and uh, I think he's gonna be a lot qu- quicker, quicker, and he's gonna go all out. It's just. Yeah, we don't know how we're gonna see Nick Diaz being out for so long, you know, and getting exactly because uh, he's for sure gonna have more pep in his step. Because like even Nick's last fight, it was against Anderson Silva, like one eighty five, and uh, he looked flat in that fight too. So, and that was against a shook Anderson. That was Anderson's fight coming off of when he broke his leg, so he wasn't even like firing either. Mm. So like, I don't know, I'm like. My my pick has been getting kind of swayed. I'm, I'm, I'm going with Nick Diaz there, man. I, I mean, I I know it's gonna be a coin toss, but just out of the fandom hype, I'm gonna go uh, Nick Diaz. But I do have my worries, yeah. Just like we stand. Gotta go with my boy Nick, man. Uh, just based on principle, can't ever root against one of the Diaz brothers. It can't be blasphemous. Shout out to uh, 209. Nah, hell yeah. Um, yeah. My my heart's going with Nick, but uh, the money's going on Robert Lawler. I never cared about the money, man. Is this is this going in our actual picks here? Yeah, yeah, because this, this is a this a big one. Shit, it's extenuated. Yeah, it's a big one. Extenuated. This is this is this yeah. is on waxy. Uh, I'm I'm saying Diaz. I'm cheering for Diaz. Well, I gotta cheer for Diaz. There's not really a, a other option. I don't even want to be like nobody else is gonna win. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the the Stockton Emmy's gotta be. I'm like yo, straight Diaz all day. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you got to. Yep. Can't be recorded saying you didn't pick for Diaz. Yeah, for <laughs> right. real. Hey, yeah, Dub exactly. Nino on mine. Mudville, baby. <laughs> I respect uh, yeah. the fuck out of that, too. Like I said, my heart is with Diaz, but I'm picking for the sake of the pick and the record. I'm going with Robert Lawler. Yeah. Because you got you to gotta remember, too, this is Robbie's get back. Robbie's wanted this fight for 17 years, this rematch. You know what I'm saying? Like, he said, oh, mm-hmm. this one, I can wake up. I, like, got up for this fight. So, it's going to be a good one. He used to have hair last time they fought. Like, 
Last time they fought, there were Robbie. Robbie was twenty. Yeah, it's real. It's gonna be a good one. And then the co-main event, you got the the goat, the woke, <laughs> the woke. Okay, Shevchenko. Shevchenko. Is, if you have gigs. a if you have a house, bet it on Shevchenko in this fight, and you yes. might win. Uh, you know. Five dollars. Another house? No, it's not <laughs> five dollars. <laughs> That's how slanted it is. Yeah, the odds are is coming in at minus, minus twelve fifty. What I see? Yeah. Do you see fifteen hundred somewhere? There's some fifteen hundred. There's been so it varies anywhere between like a thousand minus a thousand to fifteen hundred, depending on where you're at. But uh, yeah, you'll be lucky to even get at minus a thousand. Yeah, she's a big, huge bet favorite. Your house. I'm gonna throw uh, ten on. Bet your house. Get a car wash. Murphy. Fuck it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey I don't well, blame you. Fuck you're it. You're gonna lose you your ten know. though. Make five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nah, one thing about MMA, bro. One thing about MMA is crazier shit has happened. But uh, yeah, what's her name should have it in the bag. So, I mean, we should. I don't know what could we say about this. Lauren Murphy. You guys know who she is. A freak injury probably would need to happen in order for her to lose. Yeah, so that's a possibility. Be over before that, <laughs> she had like issues. She's really tough. She's swole. I don't know if y'all watched the 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 pre, the shows to it, the pre the pre show bullshit or whatever. She's on but, the same uh, team as Kurt, as um, all everyone's favorite, the Black Beast, yeah, in Houston. Oh shit! And um, she had like substance abuse issues, so she's like a good comeback story. You could tell been though, a, on her face. She's been she's been a champ in every single league she's fought, so that's interesting too. You never know. Like she got great, that's for sure. But then what's her name? Just Shevchenko's like she's hella good, and the thing is, she takes this shit serious. She don't slack off. Like she's always trying to get better in different kind of arts and all. Like always sharpening her fucking tools. So you know, I can't can't go against her. She and she's well rounded, and I think. I think that uh, if she wasn't so much smaller than Nunez, she would have gave her a, a, a better fight when they fought. Um, I mean, and you could argue she better. won the second fight, though. Mm-hmm. There you go. But she is smaller. Her stature is smaller uh, overall. Nunez is a bigger. Sure, bigger for chick. sure. So we all we got the Gen G full support on this one. Oh yep. yeah, Shevchenko. Oh yes. And now f- uh, for the interesting the main event. The main event. We just got to finish strong here. This is going to be real interesting. Alexander Volkanovsky, the champion, versus Brian T. City Ortega. What do you guys think of that? This Volkanovsky, obviously the favorite uh, as the champion, rightfully so. Um, he's 19 and 1, or 22 and 1, excuse me. Uh, but I think he's on like a, some big ass win streak. That one loss was like a, a long time ago, um, probably on the amateur scene. But what do you guys think? Volkanovsky, the little guy, got away with the last. Uh, last fight was against Holloway, and a lot of people argued that he actually beat Holloway, or uh, no, Holloway, Holloway actually beat, beat him. him. Yeah, excuse me. Um, so, and I, I I tend to agree with that. Yeah, I'm gonna go for Ortega, <laughs> based on the name. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Based on his pico de gallo, uh, Spanish pride. Man. <laughs> this is tough because they got you know they, these dudes don't really lose. Um, I'm gonna take Ortega just for no reason as well. Yeah, man. I'm gonna go it's Hispanic Heritage Month, man. <laughs> Gotta go Ortega. Champion Volkanovski. Okay. Why? 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 Why are you saying that, dude? Why? Because he's all for the wall. That's why. He's like Ortega. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not gonna go for Ortega. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I got another issue with this one. I'm, I'm like, I'm pulling for Ortega, but like. I'm going with with Volk, little Volk. 
Cause like uh like like Davy Jones said, man, like his fool's been on a run, and then um Ortega's getting way better for sure. But uh Volk, man, like the only two people to give him like you know give him some fritz in there were fucking is Max Holloway. You know what I'm saying? Like you could argue that mm-hmm. Max uh won that last fight, which I think Max won that last fight, but they still gave the nod to Volkanovski, so that still says something. So you know what I mean? Yeah. And you got to remember when Ortega and Max fought, it was like, oh my God, like he beat the brakes off Ortega, but Ortega will never, will go down without a fight, that's for sure. He got that Mexican like warrior in him. You know how Mexicans fight, they, they fucking fight to the death, so. They don't give a fuck. Yes, but sir. But the thing is, like, yeah. me is, if I don't see, like, Ortega, like, I don't know. His hands look good, though. Like, he might fuck around and knock Volkanovski out, but uh, I think I'm uh, I think going with Volkanovski. But I'm for sure going to bet some money on Ortega. Bet. That's a... Uh, there's your picks. Yeah. Let's see how these picks are. I'm, I'm, I'm about to rock with uh, Ortega, even though I do agree with all that. I, I do think Volkanovski is uh, rightfully the favorite, and he's champion. He's, no one's really been able to beat him. Uh, other than arguably Max Holloway. So, yeah, I'm going to go Ortega, though, because I think that he's got a lot better. I think uh, I, I'm going to put a sprinkle a little something on him just for fun on the main event. Nothing crazy. Uh, and I'm I'm going to cheer for him for sure. But I don't know if he's fully focused, though, with his Oh, his, yeah, uh, one chick. thing. If y'all remember on this show, I used to say horny pick of the week was Tracy Cortez, but this fool took my bitch. So, fuck Ortega, <laughs> bro. <laughs> That's on sight. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, but man, I'm excited for it. I'm about to be turning up for it, and uh, you guys should tune in. What we got, fellas? Oh man, another yeah, thing. I'm not even gonna be able to like pay attention to this shit because I'm gonna be at the fucking little baby and little dirt concert. Oh, the voice of the heroes. God damn. We'll me. just te- we'll text you. We'll ruin it hey, for no, you. No, I don't care. Live fights, like I can't with fights. I don't care about spoilers. It always happens. Any other any other news? Nothing, huh? Crazy. No new albums coming out this weekend, right? Nothing exciting. Montero. No, it's okay. uh, I listen. I listen a little bit of Montero. It's uh, Montero. very poppy and uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I no, I I listened to it fully from the perspective. I was like, I appreciated that it is very LGBTQ and all that stuff. Like, it sounds like it's. But for a guy who goes out there and like does all these like crazy stunts with his his music videos, his fashion, and all that stuff. I was hoping for a little bit more risque music, not lyric lyrically, like I mean, it's kind of whatever yeah, lyrically, but just like in terms of production wise, it was just very. Yeah, but this was months ago when he was poppy. still, you know, this is when he first popped up with that. He's gone even further with it these days. But no, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you this: I actually listened to the album, and I agree with what Saul was saying. Now it's kind of generic, but the if you the lyrically, it definitely was pretty raunchy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was yeah, pretty, yeah, but I mean, it's to say it's like not any less raunchy than like a straight person out there. I take it in the butt every motherfucking day. I mean, whatever. I mean, like it's like look, it's just a, it's a it's a it's it. a different version of wet ass pussy. Like it's just a different yeah. thing. Ah, that's raunchy Stop too. It. That song's raunchy too. Yeah, yeah. that song is super. Yeah. Right, bro. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's just like I don't know. It's like it's the same kind of like genre for me. Just people, people talking about their buddies. Yeah, right. you're By right. Way, Anyways, so I got a fun fact for you boys today. <laughs> um, ingested. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> within the spice nutmeg, there's a uh, chemical called myrestisin, which is a natural compound that causes hallucinations. If ingested in large doses, so technically, if you have enough nutmeg, you will start to hallucinate. However, What's it called again? I'm 
Miristisson. I got to write that down. Say that one more time, please. Turn up. Yeah, one more time. Anyways, it. Uh, you will probably reach nutmeg toxicity before you can get enough miracin in there, but at least you'll be on one before you die. That's cool. I mean, that's cool. That's like, how, how could anybody else has to go? Yeah. All right. What's what's the sign outs? Anybody want to give, uh, you know, the last minute shout out? Aqua X. <laughs> All you ladies out there, keep telling more ladies about Gen G <laughs> at Gen G Podcast at Gen G Podcast. Hello. Generation. We are also we all also keep an eye out for the giveaway and also coming soon. Get excited! Is some Genji merch pulling together designs oh, now? Fire shit! So, so keep an eye out. We will drop. We will drop some Genji drip. Shouts out Generation drip, drip. G. Weekly we whisper.